0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from How to Get What You Want by Orson Sweat Martin, published in 1917. There is a legend that when God was equipping man and woman for their life journey of exploration, the attendant angel was about to add the gift of contentment and complete satisfaction. The Creator stayed the angel's hand and said, No, if we bestow that upon them, it will rob them forever all the joy of self-discovery. The greatest moment in any life is the moment of self-discovery, the moment that gives a human being the first illuminating glimpse of their divine powers that moment which opens the door into the great within of themselves and shows them their godlike possibilities. The principal of an all-girls school in New York told an interviewer how she had discovered herself. She said, When I felt there was need of me in the world, I awoke to the fact that there must be a soul in me, a something bigger than I was and therefore is something that I must give to others. I have always believed that schools are unrecognized in their potential, because the world is a school, and the application is therefore limitless. This teacher was remarkably successful, because she discovered early in life that there was something bigger than herself something which she felt she had to share with others. Although raised as a socialite, the call from the within of herself to teach was so loud that it could not be resisted. Through teaching, she not only found the larger woman within herself, but she has also helped thousands of other women and girls to do the same for themselves. One of the most difficult things in the world is to get people to realize the extent of their latent powers. To believe their own bigness, in their own possibilities. The reason is that they see only a part of themselves, because they have only partially discovered themselves. Professor William James says, that each of us has resources of which we do not dream. If we could only turn a spiritual x-ray in ourselves, most of us would find powers and potential in the great within of us which we never realized. There is probably not a living being who would not be amazed if they could see unfolded all the potentialities within themselves if they could but glimpse the person they might become. All the potencies and possibilities of a giant oak are wrapped up in the acorn, and under the right conditions, they would unfold to the full in a perfect oak. When we see a scrub oak which has come from a perfect acorn, we know that it has been dwarfed by wrong conditions that only a very small part of the possibilities in the acorn were ever unfolded. The ragged little scrub oak expresses only a fraction of the immense possibilities that lay buried in the parent acorn. The same is true of every child born in the world. All of the latent forces, the powers and possibilities locked up in the human acorn, would under right conditions, developed to full and complete expression in the ideal woman or man. And that is what nature, in all her work, is always after. The ideal, the perfect specimen that reaches up to the possibilities foreshadowed in the seed. Nature is not after the dwarf oak nor does she want the shriveled, blighted wheat that has been starved and stunted by uncongenial soil, droughts, or other unfavorable conditions. It is the perfect wheat foreshadowed in the parent kernel that she wants, and above all, it is the possible woman and man, not the scrub oak or shriveled wheat variety of woman and man. That nature is ever after. What you are now is not a hundredth part as important as the ideal you, the possible you existing in the life potential within you. It is only now and then that we see a giant human oak, where practically all the possibilities of the acorn have been unfolded and given complete expression, such as in a Socrates a Gladstone, or a Lincoln. Most of us are human dwarfs, scrub-oak women and men, in whom only a minimum of the possibilities of the human acorn have found expression. Yet I believe the time will come when the average person will be larger than the most magnificent people of history. What you are capable of being and doing is your greatest life asset. What you are actually doing may be a dwarf thing compared with the giant achievement you are capable of. It is not what you have done, but what you long to do, what you feel capable of doing, that will, if you struggle to express your ideal, count most. Up to this time, You may have been seriously hampered or dwarfed in your development. All sorts of things may have happened to the possible person within you, things which limit its growth, restrict it, and impoverish it. But it is that superb thing that is possible for you, the thing which the Creator sent you here to do, that you must strive to express. It is the man or the woman, wrapped up in the human acorn, that you should struggle to evolve. It's that bigger, grander person, beating beneath the dwarf version you feel yourself to be, that is important. In the great within of yourself, there may be vast powers which you have never called out. Who can tell what unwritten books that would inspire or set the world thinking are in your undiscovered reserves? What undeveloped beauty is locked up inside of you, waiting for expression? What possible harmonies and melodies are stifled? What vast reserves of helpfulness, inspiration, and genius lie covered within you? Some of you may doubt that there is anything of the kind, but you do not know. Many a person has carried, locked up within themselves for more than half a century, the seeds of a mighty genius without even guessing at it. There are multitudes of women and men, all over the world, who are ignorant of their possibilities, of their hidden success assets. Emerson says, few people find themselves before they die. In other words, very few people ever make exploring voyages within themselves. Thus they carry with them to their graves undiscovered continents of ability. The great majority die without developing their potential genius of hand, tongue, or brain. Without developing any of the special gifts locked up in the great within of themselves. Most of us die with the great secret, the sealed message which the Creator put in our hands at birth, still unread, because we have never learned how to open it or how to read it. Young people often say, in excusing their lukewarm efforts, if I only knew that I had outstanding ability, that one day I could stand at the head of my profession. There is no amount of hard work or drudgery I would not undertake. No matter how many years it might take, if I was sure of ultimate success, I would not mind the work or the time. But how do you know, I ask? How can you be sure that you don't have this ability you long for? locked up within yourself. If you have not tried your strength, how do you know what you are able to do? You may have more abilities slumbering within you than you dream of. Why waste your precious time thinking about other people's genius? Why not unlock your own? See what you have. Bring it out into the light and develop it. You may have within yourself something very much greater than any of your idols, something waiting for your help to give it expression, to bring it to life. When we know that the great majority of people whom we call successful use only a comparatively small part of their ability because they never actually find all of themselves, why should any of us put a narrow limit to our possibilities? remain paupers in achievement when we might take the crown. Remember that we set our own limitations. There are enough powers, enough resources in the minds of the people who consider themselves failures to revolutionize the world. If only their sleeping potencies could be aroused. If only they could be made to believe in themselves. All of us are capable of doing marvelous things and all it takes is to enter into the secret depths of our nature to get hold of ourselves and then commit to arousing the latent qualities and powers that God has given us.